Shabbat Shalom. So I'm a person of my word. We spent a lot of time on discussions today, which were amazing. So I want to tell a short story, and then we will continue with Musa. This is a story from uh, the Hasidic world about Reb Yaakov, who was the storyteller of the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov, the sort of spiritual um, founder of the Hasidic world, and, the, and Rabbi Yaakov was known as his storyteller because at the Baal Shem Tov's death, he told his student, Rabbi Yaakov, you must go and be my Magid. You have to tell my stories. And Rabbi Yaakov said, of course I will, of course. You know, when, where? And he goes, no, you have to continually tell my stories wherever you go. And Rabbi Yaakov says, well, when can I stop? And the, and the Baal Shem Tov says, you'll know. You'll know when you can stop, but until then, you just have to travel around telling my stories. And Rabbi Yaakov did this for years, telling story after story of the Baal Shem Tov, of his miracles, of his teachings. And Rabbi Yaakov traveled farther and farther, looking for more people who wanted to hear these stories because, frankly, Rabbi Yaakov wanted to take a break and stop. And he hears... Rabbi Yaakov of a wealthy nobleman in Italy who pays good money for stories of the Baal Shem Tov. And Rabbi Yaakov thinks, well, okay, I'm going to go. This is my, the job I was born for. And he travels to Italy and he meets this nobleman and he says, you know, I, I would, I'm a, the storyteller of the Baal Shem Tov. And this nobleman is overjoyed. He says, come in, come in, come in. Please, please share a story of the Baal Shem Tov. And Rabbi Yaakov says, right now? Well, I, you know, I'm not quite ready. And it's okay, here, have a drink, take a break. Okay, I'm going to gather my whole household together. Everyone is waiting. They're all in the salon. Rabbi Yaakov gets up. He starts thinking, which story should I tell? Okay, this is going to be a good one. And he forgets every single story he knows. And he's quite embarrassed. He thinks, oh my gosh, uh, 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 this never happens. I'm so sorry. I'm so, he's very apologetic. The nobleman almost looks like he expected this and says, it's okay. It's okay. Why don't we have dinner? You'll go to sleep. You'll be my guest for the evening. Tomorrow, we'll try again. So they do. The next morning, the nobleman's gathered his whole household and actually, Everyone from the surrounding lands comes because they want to hear this story. And so everyone's gathered now in the big ballroom. And Reb Yaakov gets up and he's got the story this time. And he gets up and he's ready. He's going to tell the one about the wagon at night. They're all about a wagon at night. And he says, and it leaves him. He can't think of the story. And he tries. He tries to just say anything. Nothing comes out. And the nobleman says, it's okay, it's okay. Let's have lunch. We're going to try again. Same thing happens. Reb Yaakov has forgotten every story. This is the storyteller of the Baal Shem Tov, and he can't think of a one. And so the nobleman says, it's, it's okay. Maybe you'll come back if you remember one. Later, you go on your way. We'll try again. Reb Yaakov is so apologetic. He's so sorry. The nobleman says, I'll have my chariot, my carriage will take you, you know, wherever you need to go. 
And if you think of something, you'll come back. And so they're in the wagon and they go all the way out. They're in the town next door to where the nobleman's lands are. And Reb Yaakov sees a small house. And all of a sudden he says, wait, turn around, turn the carriage back. I thought of a story. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And they hurry back to the nobleman's house. And Reb Yaakov doesn't even knock. He bursts in and he sees the nobleman weeping, weeping. And he says, oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Did something happen? And the baron says, it's okay. What, Reb Yaakov, is it? And he says, I thought of a story. Can I tell you the story? We don't have anyone else here. And the nobleman says, that's okay. What is it? He says, well, as I was going by this house in the village over there, I remembered that I was once in this village with the Baal Shem Tov before. And we were there because there was going to be a pogrom. There was going to be a, a, a something. The mayor of the town was allowing the people to I'm glad Cookie Minion's not here, uh, that they would take someone from the Jewish community every year and they would uh, kill them as atonement for the blood libel. And we went to the town to stop this. And I remember the Baal Shem Tov sent me to the mayor in the middle of this pogrom of people. And I had to go, obviously a Jew. And he told me to tell the mayor that the Baal Shem Tov wants to speak with him. And I thought I was a goner. But to my surprise, the mayor came with me and went with me to this little house that I remember, this little house there, and sat with the Baal Shem Tov for hours and came out and called off the pogrom. And that's all I remember. That's the only story, but I thought of it, and so I wanted to tell you. And Rabbi Yaakov looks up and notices that throughout this story, the nobleman has again started to weep. And he says, Rabbi Yaakov, I recognized you the moment you came in because I was that mayor. And the Baal Shem Tov knew that I was actually born the child of rabbis, a Jew. And I left the faith because I was tired of it. And I was so angry that I allowed the people in the town where I was the mayor to do horrible things. And when the Baal Shem Tov called me to that house and spoke to me of souls and tshuva, and repentance and convince me to change my ways. And I said to him, how will I know when I've been forgiven? And the Baal Shem Tov says, we have to sell everything. You can keep a little for yourself. Everything else goes to tzedakah and you have to do nothing but good from now on. And I said to the Baal Shem Tov, that's it, then I'll be forgiven. And the Baal Shem Tov says, no, no, no. When you hear your story told back to you, then you'll know that you've been forgiven. And so I've spent my life trying to hear stories from the Baal Shem Tov, hoping that I would hear mine, and I never have. And when you came, I thought for sure this was the moment that I was going to be forgiven. For sure this was it. And when you couldn't think of a story, I knew I had yet to be forgiven. And each time you tried to speak, I thought maybe. And when you left, my heart broke. And I just poured out all of my anger and emotion and hurt to the Lord. And then you came back and told me the story. And we learn from this many things. But part of what we learn is my answer to the question we asked at the beginning of the morning, which is why do we retell these stories from Devarim or whatever it is? And we retell these stories 
so that we can see ourselves reflected in them. And when we learn about what happened to our ancestors in the past, when we learn about what happened to the Israelites, we might see ourselves. Yeah, I've sometimes done bad things too. Yeah, that looks like me. And it makes us feel less alone. And it makes us feel seen. And when we tell stories of others, we show them that they're part of our story, our narrative, that they belong with us, that there's something to learn from the good and the bad that has befallen us in the past and the good and the bad that our ancestors or those we've known have done. And in helping to share those stories, we can help affect some chuva as well. Because only in telling our stories, only in thinking about them and studying them, can we hope to make them better? Can we hope to make good on some of the sins of the past? And so as we move forward through the book of Devarim, as we move forward going into the season of repentance in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, it's incumbent on us to not shy away from the things that have happened and to tell the stories this place, of this country, of our lives, to tell them again and again, to learn from them. And sometimes they're hard to hear. They might even break our hearts a little. But that too can help us affect tshuva and help us be better people. I look forward to many days and months and years of storytelling and hearing your stories and sharing some of mine in the time ahead. Shabbat shalom.